We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports. I don't really know what episode number is. I think 85. I'm Morgan. I'm stoned. And the other stoned co-host, I hope at least, is Austin. How the fuck is it going, buddy? I'm all those things. I'm stoned. I'm the co-host. I'm Austin. Uh, It's going pretty good. Going pretty good. Um, Things are a little crazy. Just in general. We were talking about this, too. Like, fucking gas is over $2 a liter here. Um, thank God I sold my car because I would have had to sold my liver to fucking pay for gas. Yes, uh, kind of funny. Sorry to cut you off there, but it's kind of funny because me and a mutual friend of ours, we were talking about, um, me and him were talking about fuel prices as well. And I was complaining about how cost me $88 just yesterday actually to fill up my car and he's like if it didn't cost you $180 because he drives a F-150 then you can just shut up that's <laughs> what he told oh. me I was like fair 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 like yeah no you make a great point <laughs> besides rise of gas prices what else have you been up to <laughs> yeah that was actually me i decided to raise them um haven't been up to mid much just been working um yeah not a whole lot of is going on but uh i hear you got uh something to say or something going on well it's been a interesting week to say the least um saskatchewan here we got hit by a slight snowfall, you can say the least. I don't know why I'm saying that word so many times. But what I do know is that even though we're on the very, well, not very close, a couple weeks away from the first day of spring, of course, we still get a huge snowfall. And crazy guy like myself for anyone, any new listeners out there, if there is any, um, I drive a five-time for a living. And I really, this past Friday, did not feel like driving it on during a snowstorm. So I decided to drive um, from... I'll just give out my map for any people that are living in Saskatchewan. You should, you might know. I drove from Saskatoon to um, to Leask, and then I went from Leask to Spiritwood, and then I went to um, where did I go from Spiritwood? It all blended in. Okay, maybe I won't map it out for you guys. Um, oh, then I went to um, Meadow Lake, and then I came back, and on the same day after driving 10 hours, I went right back on the road, drove for another 10 hours to places like Rostern, Hafford, Adam, Loon Lake, and St. Wahlberg. So I put on close to about know, 1,400 kilometers in a day's worth of work. I worked for about 20 to 21 hours, and I was up for 25. But doing so, I made myself get kind of like a four-day weekend. I didn't have to work through the snow. And instead, I'm still awesome about 
this mysterious base. I don't know if I talked about this, but it's still going on throughout my place. It's starting to drive me absolutely nuts. I'm going to rant here a moment since I already <laughs> am doing so. Go for it, buddy. I know, I believe I found the source of the base, and now I don't like to be that type of person, but I have to tell my landlord because I knocked on their door and stuff. They wouldn't even answer. Nothing I've been trying is working. So hopefully in the near future, they put a stop to it. And I can just enjoy living here. Or if not, I mean, there's hundreds of apartments I can move to in Saskatoon. So finding a new place would not be that difficult. So if I have to put in a two months notice, then I will. I don't have that much shit. I can move again. Um, Fair enough. Other than that, played a game, a board game last night. We're recording Sunday called Nemesis. That's a lot of fun. Aliens and stuff. You basically, it's a game that very hard to win at. It's a very hard game, but it's a lot of fun. And hopefully, I thought by this time, I would know my if I was going to get a new position at my job or not. But because of the weather, the gen- general manager was not able to make it down to Saskatoon because she's in Regina. So hopefully by Monday, tomorrow, I personally will know an answer. You guys, I'll say again, by next episode, if you even care at this point, we'll know <laughs> more about my personal life and something that only affects me, but makes me very, very happy. So, time will tell. And As we always say, time will tell. Austin, that's enough time I've spent on myself. I need to drink water. So all right, well, well then I feel like we might as well do plugs, and we'll keep yeah, talking like to each other. Yeah, that's a great idea. We should actually. That's I think that's probably what people like best about podcasts. Um, no, so first of all, you're gonna follow us at Podstone One uh, on Twitter. That's the main account. You're gonna follow me at Fitzy Fitzgerald. Instagram at TSWGS Pod. Follow, subscribe, comment download rate review all that shit do it all please for the love of god please please <laughs> it would did that sound too long way did that sound too needy no you can do it better take two and action if you don't rate review subscribe oh, okay. download you just suck, you just suck i right? am gonna <laughs> what <laughs> i just you're bad. You're just bad. You well, need. I'm going to find a new person just to do the plugs. Just to do that. That's fair. <laughs> like, but, um, anywho, since I made that a mess, I might as well clean it up with my plugs. Um, and it's the double t- T's Twitter and Twitch. Uh, I probably didn't have to say that. Caption Morgan 2. That's the part I needed to say. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know, if I'm in the VR world, I like to be your friend. So. Well, tell them what games you play, because otherwise, how are they going to find you? Um, well, find me. You can find me on Population 1. And then if that's not the main game that you play, tell me what other games you play, and I will just go purchase them. So. Oh, wow. I'm desperate for friends. Anywho. All right. <laughs> Hockey time.
How's that transition? Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be so easy trying to find a uh, space right there to put a, a little sound bite that I do in. So it's going to be great. Fantastic, Morgan. You fucked up. Totally. Any totally Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> Speaking of fucking up, this is a horrible transition. Beautiful. We're still talking about Russia. And... The fact now, I really hate that this is in the news, but I mean, we should talk about it, and we're going to talk about it. About the fact that now regular players in all throughout sports, soccer, the IHF, other minor leagues, and also including the NHL, Players like Ovechkin are now starting to be targeted. And there's an article that I came across saying that Canadians should boycott the NHL if they don't punt. This is the title of the uh, article if they don't punt Ovechkin. I strongly, strongly disagree with that entire uh, situation of any players being kicked. Like, the Russian people, probably 95% of them, I'm not going to say all of them, because that wouldn't be fair for the Dumb people that might fall poo. Anywho, um, <laughs> they they don't like what's going on either. So why are we punishing the regular folks? Sure, they're professional hockey players like veteran stuff, but they're still people just like you and me that just happen to get paid very well for a job that they also do very well. So, I don't know. <laughs> I started talking about myself all amped up, and I'm still all amped up because this really pisses me off, Austin. Yeah, no, I uh, I hear you. It's obviously what Putin is doing is unacceptable, but... I fail to see why that means Russian players shouldn't be allowed to play in the play. Like I get in the Olympics when they were doping and then they weren't allowed to go under the Russian flag. I a hundred percent understand that, but this is a political thing. This is not, this is like, I don't know. It just aren't breaking any rules. They're not like people are acting like Ovechkin is, is, on the front lines in the Ukraine. And yeah. he's not. He's in Washington. He's a hockey player. That's scoring so, a shit ton of goals. Let him. That is scoring a shit ton of goals. But it to say that they should remove him or whatever, I just and, and other Russians, it's 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 upsetting, honestly, because I don't know, it's it seems wrong, right? Like that would be I don't know. Ridiculous, I think, at least. And we kind of, not going to lie, we kind of half-assed talked about this off-air without giving each other exactly what we're going to say. But we still kind of figured we were going to agree on this topic, and we definitely But it just, to me, it seems around, at the end of the day, it's wrong to judge the people of a country by its leader. Yeah. Um, yeah, like these, like we're talking about Ovechkin right now because we're talking about NHL. But, well, and he's like a huge, icon. he's a huge name in Russian athletes and Russian professional. Like it's, 
he's definitely a representative, but yeah, sorry, continue. He he's not also the definitely not the only like there like I mentioned at the top, there's soccer players, there's minor league hockey, there's a bunch of different sport sport organizations that are some of them are already started to ban Russian players, which completely pissed me off. Yeah. And yeah. I really hope the NHL does not follow suit. I don't think they will, if I'm being completely honest. I don't think they will either. There's because, too much Russian talent in the NHL. Yeah, and that brings money to the league, and Gary Bettman likes those dollar signs. So, well, and not just Bettman, all the owners, all that. Like it's yeah. it, it just business wise, it makes absolutely and, no sense. And just being a decent human, it wouldn't make any sense if I'm being completely well. Honest. That too. I mean that too. But I really just felt like getting that off my chest because um, it's been pissed me off all all week. But now I would love to actually transition to something that will create a great discussion, I think, but not so much of a negative. And that is the fact that there's been this whole controversy because I think it happened during the um, Montreal and Edmonton Oilers game where um, I think it was Suzuki ended up scoring a beautiful goal, but 30 seconds or so prior to the goal being scored, there was offside. Refs and linesmen missed calls, not constantly, because then they wouldn't have a job, but well, they missed a lot. <laughs> They miss a lot, but hockey is a fast-paced sport. I know if I was up there, I'd be missing a shit time. <laughs> I'd be getting ran over by the players all the time. I would suck so bad. So I really Honestly, can't that would be that hilarious. <laughs> I've refed rec hockey, and it was a complete mess. So, for one, Fair I can't enough. skate backwards. So there's that. Or stop. Oh, okay. Well, that would definitely not help. <laughs> Anywho, um, but do you did you happen to watch or hear about this whole controversy of the this offside during this this game? There's actually two challenges, both were successful, and now there's this whole controversy about if there should be like a time limit on how like if offside happened X amount of time prior to the goal, then it's still allowed goal. Have you heard anything about this? Um, I hadn't actually heard much about it. Um, I honestly, I hate the offside challenge rule thing. Um, because quite often, now it'll be play will go on for a while. And I think at that point it's, I don't think you can call it back, but they do because, you know, it was offside, but I don't know. It, I honestly put me in the team of get rid of the offside. Get rid of offside completely or just completely. No, get rid of offsides. Oh well, this is interesting. I, I, you have something. To, why? <laughs> this is catching me off guard. I can barely even speak, sir. So, <laughs> I told you that's like to say about offsides. I, I don't think the offsides bring anything to the game. Uh, personally, because the argument sometimes will be made, well, if there's no upside, people will cherry pick. I don't think they'll necessarily will, though, because when you're defending, 
you want all your guys back there. You want to be able to shut it down. So it doesn't make sense to put yourself a man down just on the off chance that you get possession and you get a breakaway. But I also think, too, to the guy that cherry picks, okay, now you got a cherry picker, then teams will just learn to have one defenseman back there covering him. So yeah, that's what I was going to just say. I feel like if you didn't have offsides altogether, that would really slow down the game of hockey because it would end up being where it's just going to turn into a straight-up defensive battle and I think majority of people that watch hockey are not a fan of that see and and my thinking is it it removes the when you're how many times is it like oh this is going to be a good chance no offside oh this is going to be good oh no stop the play have a face off like it I don't know if it would slow. Maybe it might slow the overall play down a little bit, but I don't think it would necessarily slow the game down because I think you'd have a lot less face-offs for for offsides. So how about this for a little bit of a twist? How about you possibly get rid of offsides, but you bring back the no two-line passing rule so that you that would minimize the cherry picking. You still that can't could be go offside, or you there's still an all offsides, but you can't just pass it three lines up. Right. I mean, I don't know. But then I guess it's still kind of like offside then. Kind of. But I'm just, I'm just not a big, I'm just worried about how much cherry picking because teams would just start putting down some type of like probably just I don't know. I've, I could see teams just putting down like their guy that just is sitting from the goalie. He just all I there. know, all I know is when I play NHL 21 or to whenever and I, I turn off sides off, it's great. And that's yeah. what that's that's real. So <laughs> you almost made me spit water there. Um, but to be completely honest, we're kind of off track here. Um, Maybe a little bit. They're, they're not going to get rid of offsides. I don't see that ever happening. No, the, I don't either. The real question here, or the main question right now at least, is I can guess you probably think that there should be maybe a time limit of like, say if you do challenge it, if the offside happened, like, I don't know, more than 15 seconds prior to the goal, then still allowed or something like that. I do like how the fact that they um, added the fact if you're wrong, then your team's penalized. I like that a lot. Same. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. So it leads to not as many challenges, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but only like when you're really sure. And I do, because football kind of does a similar thing with the challenges where basically if if you're right, you get to keep your challenge. And that's kind of what hockey does. And I'm also a fan of that too. But I, I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm, a huge fan of exactly how the offside rule is right now. I like how they change it so um, your skate doesn't have to be on the ice. I'm a huge fan of that. Oh, yeah. And if you're offside and if the coach, if it's a minute and 30 seconds, then it's a minute and 30 seconds. I'm sorry, but I like it. I, yeah. I'm all I'm all favor in favor for the offside rules as they said. Austin's wrong, so well that may be hey. true, but I'm <laughs> Hey, we all have our own opinions and scrape. That's true. It'd be kind of boring if we just said the same thing all the time as each other. 
Yeah, but I mean, if we do, then we do. But do we moving right along? It's okay. kind of <laughs> unless we have more to say about offsides. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I got nothing. Well, I'm sure I do, but we can we can move on. Anywho, I know you like to talk about goalies, so I'm sure you'll be okay. We're talking about another goalie. I was hesitated to honestly put this on the article or on the agenda because it's some of the most well, kind of big news. Because I believe we talked about this previous situation, but we're talking about um. Staylock, I think I said that last name right. I don't know what oh. his Alex Staylock. There we go. Yeah, um, he's a goalie who plays for the Sharks, and he's another goalie just like Hammond for the Canadians, who's been playing very well. I might add. Yeah, is another goalie that has not played in. A couple of years, and it's kind of nice to see these goalies get a second shot. Staylock, he was going through a heart problem after he caught COVID. Um, he had some heart issues, so that was the main reason why he didn't play. And during that time, I believe it's actually with the Oilers, if I remember correctly. I think you are correct. Um, so, but he was a very good goalie for the Sharks before he went to the Oilers and then he got traded back to the Sharks. So it's really nice. I'm really nice to see that he's getting his second chance back with the team that he really made his name with. So that's kind of cool. Oh, hell yeah. That was great. Um, this won't probably start as big discussion as the previous stuff, but what do you think about another goalie getting a second shot like this? I love it. Um, he's not necessarily like, he's not going to be a guy that's going to win you the cup. That's for sure. But um, I love to see guys sticking around and it's, can't be easy to, you know, to stop playing and it's nice for nice for these guys to get back into it and show what they can do. Yeah, I definitely agree. Sorry, I was just reading a article, the next article that we were gonna be talking about. So. That's okay, You're just getting ahead of yourself, that's fine, whatever. Yeah, I basically didn't want to listen to you, so I get it. Yeah, do you blame me? Yeah, I don't like listening to me either. But also, please subscribe, uh, rate, review. <laughs> <laughs> nice transition, dude. I love it. I got you. So, I, I mean, I might as well share with you guys what I was talking or reading. I wasn't talking about it because well, you're about to, though. Hopefully. Well, no, I, I just felt I'd read it silently. We have oh, yeah, read it in your head. That'd, that'd be great. Yes, yes, please. Right now. Starting now. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I made it to the title. So that took me a lot longer than shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, maybe. Yeah. Anywho, am I going to edit that out? Nope. <laughs> So good. Uh, Drew Dow, he's a player that I'm quite familiar with, not personally, but I'm also a fan of. He good, he good buddies. Yeah, we go way back. But he, Mark Drew Dow, is kind of funny because I had a brain fart of his first name there for a second. Um. That's pretty rough. Hey, you're a big fan of the guy. You don't know his first name. We go back, uh, him and I. <laughs> but 
he, well, this article is a little old, but since we're recording Sunday, he did play Saturday. So I now know it's official. He's played his one. His name is Mark. Yeah, yeah. That's the official part. It took 1,000 games. That's what I was about to say. Thank Austin. I got you. Giordano, fuck you. Giordano <laughs> played his 1,000th game against the Capitals. Um, he now plays for Seattle Kraken, but majority of those games, like 95% of those games, <laughs> have been with Calgary Flames and his story, how he made it into the NHL. Now the fact that he played a thousand games is unreal. Because for people that don't know, in the juniors he was a walk on. No one wanted him then. The NHL draft comes along. He went undrafted. Ends up getting picked up by the Flames, and ends up. Come a stellar career, um, becomes the captain. What was it? A couple of years ago, he um, won the. Um, I'm having a brain for that. Of that trophy, what is it called, there, buddy? The the Norris. Thank you. Defenseman um, of the year. Yeah. So he won that at like the age of. 34 or something like that, I believe. Not a young guy in hockey terms. And he just keeps improving. I really sucks that the Flames were more or less forced their hand really in having to let Giordano go. Because I guarantee you, if there is no expansion, team, they would still have Joe down. For one, he's still under contract. And they would keep resigning him until the day he wanted to retire. Hell, there's even been talk about, it's not going to happen, but there's been rumors that Calgary might try and trade for Joe down, get him back on the team for um, during before this trade deadline. I really don't see that happening, but I wouldn't complain if it did, though, either. Yeah, I, I, I don't see that happening, but maybe. Yeah, I just know that I'm basically, you can look anywhere on the internet and you'll find any type of rumor that you want to, especially in the sports world. And yeah, that's true. But I've been fanboying. Is that a word? I don't know. About your fangirling. You've been fangirling enough here. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Someone that isn't maybe as biased as I might be. Uh, about Giordano potentially going back to Calgary? Oh, no. The fact that he's played his 1,000th game and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he also has over 500 points in a thousand games, which I mean, isn't huge for a forward, but for a defenseman, that's definitely a solid career. And uh, like you said, undrafted is never easy to make the league. And he put in, has put in quite a lengthy career at an excellent level. So uh, props, I mean, it's, it's hard to play. uh, It's hard to play one game in the NHL, let alone a thousand. Uh, and as a defenseman, like at his caliber, he plays more minutes than everyone else. So it's uh, props to him for sure. It's uh, it's a great career he's had. It, and I will say, even as a Canucks fan, it was it's a little upsetting to not be for him to not be in a Flames uniform. Yeah, it's just first thousandth thousand game, but it's strange. But I know, I'm sure is. We'll see his uh, rap or his his rafter up in the jersey. Yeah, we'll see his rafter in the jersey. I, I like that. 
either that or we might see his jersey up in the rafters at some point. That sounds, I wouldn't that be sounds better. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just huge, like doing anything for a thousand times is it's not a small feat. So, well, so I mean, big feats. Most people breathe more than a thousand times. Yeah, and most people say "fuck you" a thousand times. I've taken so many thousands of steps. I hate you so much right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, well, while you're hating me, I just want everybody to know that I beat Morgan in FIFA twice before we recorded this podcast. And go, back to you. Okay, well, we were going to talk some more hockey, but since I hate you right now, we're going to switch to some football. (laughs) All right, I deserve. It. <laughs> um, and also, we have to kind of save some time, so it's not just because you're not a good person. Anywho, <laughs> we do have to finish up something that I started last episode. Why I started it, I don't know. Was it interesting for me? Is that Let us know if it was or not. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just seeing a really cool ad for a game that I just all of a sudden wanted to buy. Anywho. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Got to enjoy looking at the internet. I'm just trying to remember what what games I... A professional, which we are not, would have been a lot more prepared, which I'm not. So I'm trying to randomly <laughs> live remember what teams we talked about last. So I think I got figured out. I'm going to go with here. So I think we finished off with the Saturday, July 16th game, Ottawa Red Blacks at Hamilton Tiger Cats. I believe that's where we finished off. Yes, because I talked about Mazzoli. So, moving right along from last episode to this episode, because that's how time works. That sure is. is. Friday, July 29th, BC Lions at Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I talked about this already because I talked about Luches Perfoy. Moving right along <laughs> to Friday... <laughs> October 12th um, is Toronto Argonauts at Hamilton Tiger Cats. So this, I now remember, is officially where I left off. It's official now, guys. It's official. You heard it here first. (laughs) Because there's a really important player that used to play for Hamilton that now plays for the rivals, which is always huge in any sport when you see a really good player move teams to their main competition. But he, yeah. Brandon Banks, the person I'm talking about, Ooh. got picked up and signed with Toronto Argonauts. Interesting. And August 12th will be the first game that they will he will play against his former team in Hamilton. So I remember last episode, like there, what that it's always exciting. Um, when all these players that are all these high skilled caliber players are playing on teams and then going, like we talked about Andrew Harris playing, against Winnipeg for the first time. That's what all these really come down to, but it's it's exciting every time. Oh, but trying sure. to not be too slow on this. Friday, September 2nd, you got the Ottawa Red Blacks at Montreal Oets. Um, again, 
that's another like basically any game that Ottawa plays against any team this year will be excited because they have so many players from other teams that it's it's going to be very exciting to uh, watch Ottawa. We're actually going to be talking a little bit about them. And just a few more games. Friday, September 16th, Edmonton Elks and Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Um, That one will be really exciting because that will be the first game that Chris Jones comes back to Saskatchewan. If anyone that remembers, I'm sure you do, he basically had every job except for the offensive coordinator and the special teams coordinator when he was with the Rough Riders. So it's going to be weird seeing him in green and gold, but I'm okay with that because we're doing fine without him. And honestly, there is other games to circle on the calendar, but I really lost interest in my own premise. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this circle every game on the calendar and just watch them all. It's CFL football and they're all the same. Yeah, so moving right along because I beautiful was putting myself to sleep is something you really have to love CFL off season because very, very little goes on. Um, they are negotiating some things right now. Not much news on it, but this is also the CBA year for the CFL, just like kind of the MLB. So see what happens happens with that whole bargaining thing. That's kind of gone under the radar. So there's that to think about. Anywho, way back in the day, not that far back in the day, but a little back in the day, we talked about a reporter who is also a former player um, named by Eddie Steele. He was an analyst. Um, we talked about how once upon a time he had a job and then he got fired from that job for saying some truthful things about Brock Sutherland and the entire management organization of uh, the Elks. And it's kind of funny because he gets fired because their feelings get hurt. And um, they end up firing the same people that Eddie Steele was complaining about anyway. So how the fuck does that make sense there, Edmonton? Like, well, it's I'm simple, s- you see. It doesn't. I'm sorry that someone was speaking the truth, and it ended up being even more true than you guys thought it was in the first place, you dumb fucks. Anywho. <laughs> anyway. I went. <laughs> I got revved up. Uh, oh, revved up, yeah. But on positive side, if there is one, Eddie Steele is not feeling that terrible. He's kind of happy. Um, well, the word he uses, vindicated by Edmonton's turnaround. And I have to kind of agree with him there that they're like, lots of people aren't the biggest fan of Chris Jones, but if they if the owners of the Elks use him properly and if he actually gets out of the community, kids will love his southern accent. You know they will. And his black t-shirts and his whatnot. To love and a black has, t-shirt. <laughs> and he has <laughs> lots of great stories. He'll 
get him out of the community, help grow that organization as much as I don't like it, them as a football team because I want to beat them all. But we have to have them all nine teams if we want the CFL or at least a, a good one, a one that I want to continue being a fan of. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with what Eddie Steele is saying. After my huge, your small little aggressive rant, I agree with it. <laughs> Are there non-aggressive rants? They're going to be passive-aggressive. Well, is it really a rant if you're being passive-aggressive? Anyway, let's not get into that right All right, my new... <laughs> New segment is Dubs don't I can't think of a name. The rant the rant the rant the rant yeah, no can't do it. Anywho. You can't just keep saying rant and hope something works. Rant, 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 no, can't do it. Yep, that's what it's called. All right, let's go. <laughs> no what? what? I just broke myself. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, in the meantime, uh, I just want to tell you that this podcast—I can't talk either. This podcast was brought to you by insanely high gas prices because it's nice to go for a drive, but don't because it's expensive. That's one thing we stopped doing. This was uh, fake ads. Anywho, well, I brought it back. <laughs> I'm going to bring the podcast back on track because I promised the fact that we'd be talking a little bit more about the Ottawa Red Blacks and I put an article in the agenda so apparently we're going to talk about it a little bit because there's nothing Is that how that works? Yeah. But All right. There's a couple I'm going to make this probably real short because there's honestly a couple other things I really want to get to. We still have time, though. Um, okay. So, basically, yeah, there really isn't that much to say, except for if you're an Ottawa Red Blacks fan, I will say this. Um, hopefully, you guys are finally getting happy again to watch your team and excited because the past two seasons you've had you're watching a team that had whopping records of three wins back to back years and now they have literally just turned the roster Upside down, they signed 17 people in during free agency. Damn, they're they signed this. Um, the other reason why I put this article in here is they also signed this NFL former NFL receiver off their uh neg list. Trying to find his name right now because. Where would I be if I was, you know, prepared? I wouldn't be doing this podcast. Um, Ooh, you're gonna be good at stalling, Justin Hardy. So I'm <laughs> great at this stall. <laughs> you even assist me without noise. Great, but I got you, buddy. Justin Hardy had a not. A, terrible NFL career so far. Well, I guess now he's in the CFL, but lots of people are like, oh, now he's probably going to blow up the CFL because it's so much easier problem. That very rarely happens. But in the NFL, he had 95 catches. Um, and my computer is just crashing, so that's fun. Anywho, <laughs> um, he had uh, um, where was I at he had a hundred I don't remember 95 catches for 
some amount of yards. I was about to tell you some stats, but I'm restarting the my computer up as we speak. All right. But, well, while you do that, I just want to tell you about our show's second sponsor, <laughs> Pillows, because sleeping sucks without pillows. Hey, speak for yourself there, because I'm going to throw in a third um, ad and say you don't need pillows. You can use blankets and stove pillows, because I don't actually own any. Anywho. Okay, well, that's not that's not the norm. So, And also, <laughs> thanks for pissing off our pillow sponsor. Well, good news. I got my computer back. So, Well, that is good. But there really honestly isn't that much more to tell as far as it goes to that particular article. But Ottawa, they're trying to switch some stuff around. And it's... I'm... I like it because I'm a huge fan of all these teams actually being equal for once. I'm very sorry if you guys want to hear all the clicking right now. Oh, thank you there, Mr. Computer, for doing an update in the middle of a podcast. Did it just start doing an update now? No, that's why... um, we're we're back in business, but that's okay. why I had to froze because Microsoft Edge was doing an update while I was staring at it. So that's hilarious. I just have to bring up the last two articles that we're going to talk about, and we're back. So, do you have anything before we move on to some NFL news? Do you have anything you want to add about uh, CFL? Uh, just that it'll be interesting to see how the Red Blacks do, given the huge change to their roster. Yes, because, yeah, it wasn't just small changes. Like, they got, like, Jeremiah Mazzoli, um, some receivers. I'm having a little bit of a brain fart right now. More of a stoned brain fart. Um, but... I I know you decently well, at least when it comes to this podcast. And I know that you like stats, especially stats that I think will blow your mind. Ooh. So the whole NFL combine stuff is going on. So we, you know, people are running fast, jumping high, lifting weights. And there's a defensive lineman that's from Georgia. His name's Jordan Davis. He's 341 pounds. Oh, geez. He's not a small boy. His 40-yard dash... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you say that, because I know what you're talking about, he's also like six foot eight. Yeah, he's six foot six and three eighths is exact. Uh, okay. So he is massive. Anyway, sorry, continue with, because I know what you're about to say. Okay. I'm, that makes me even, it's great that you already know about this article, he did his 40-yard dash in 4.78 seconds, which is insanely quick for majority of of players that play. Like, Oh, yeah. A running back would get it in, like, I don't know, probably the... Or forty-ish range. I don't really know, but but like a defensive lineman getting that high speed—that's insane. Under five seconds. seconds. Yeah, that's for a guy over three hundred and forty pounds. Like that's wild. 
Yeah, I do not want to be tackled by him. Oh, Lord, no. A guy that size, moving that quick, you're not, any running back, you're not going to be able to lower, lower your shoulder and run him over because he's just going to break you in half. Like, he's just is Yeah, you have to try to get around him, but he's got that speed, too. Yeah, that's another thing. Um, okay, I guess since we're talking about this guy, we might as well say a little bit more because we like stats. Um, he was the fastest player for anyone over 330 pounds. Um, this is the fastest anyone this has gone since 2006. Yeah. Um, Um, what else we got? We got, oh, a standing broad jump of 10 feet and three inches. He <laughs> believed to be the record for a player over 300 pounds. Wow. Um, yeah, this it doesn't happen very, like, there's been a few times that a few players got underneath the five second mark that with his type of size not often to top it all off he also did 44 reps of 225 pounds of the bench press which is hilariously insane oh and had a 34 inch vertical jump Is this he? Is this person even human? Some kind of machine or superhero or something like this is crazy. I don't. This honestly remind me of an older video of uh, NFL D lineman. I don't can't think of his name right now, but he had so much power. He was able to go in the deep end of a pool. So and. Without touching the bottom of the pool, jump out of it just by force <laughs> and jump onto the ledge of the pool. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, like athletes, man. Like it's just. Oh, they're different. Different. Built different. And when you see someone, like, I'm fat and. It's mind-blowing for me to see a guy move like this. That's oh, it's ridiculous. It yeah. But we have a few minutes left, and I don't say this very often, to be completely honest, but I'm kind of excited to get to some baseball, even though it's during the offseason. But there's all well, this it shouldn't be talk. the offseason. What's that? Shouldn't be the off season. No, it should be at least what spring training by now. So, do you believe so? Yeah. But we're still talking about the lockout situation because they're still talking, and very little, honestly, has came out about this whole lockout talks. Lot talk, nothing really happening. Yeah. And so little as such is it's official that the first two series that all the teams are going to play. So that's basically the first two weeks of the season is going to yeah. be canceled. They're not going to remake the games. It's just not going to exist. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's uh, brutal. Yeah, any big baseball fans out there it's not a fun situation right now for for all the well, uh, and honestly it's it's dumb on the owner's part for multiple reasons uh the one i'm going to focus on is the fact that the mlb has an aging fan base and not a lot of young people are becoming fans of baseball they have a problem with that and the more games they don't play the more times they can't get people to watch get young people in the game, get new fans. 
it's a dumb, I just, it's, it's a waste of money. They're losing so much more money than they would if they were to play. Like it's, it's crazy. And like some of the stuff that's holding them back is, um, I'm not going to get into all like this millions upon millions been thrown to millionaires and it's just money upon money. But one thing they're talking about is the minimum wage, which the union had so far made no movement to ask for a higher minimum wage of $725,000 with the annual raise of 20000 The league wants a 700000 with an annual raise of 10000 that's really the only money thing I want to mention because the rest is just ridiculous amount of money. So I could really fucking care less. When I will say it is definitely more about the players on the lower end, right? Cause some of the lower end players in the baseball in baseball do not make a lot of money. Exactly. So that's a little bit more important. I mean, that $725,000 is still more money than the most highest paid CFL player currently in the league, which is um, Zach Claros, which I think he gets paid uh, just over 500000 maybe a little more. So, yeah. There's that. Um, but one thing when I was looking through this article that I particularly think you would might be a fan of, but at least have an opinion of, and I'm very curious to hear it, is that they want to, the union wants to implement a, well, that's my big word of the day. Congratulations, Morgan. Wants to implement a draft lottery to determine the top six picks every summer as means, so, because baseball lost teams currently, they purposely tank and all that crap there's so much corruption in baseball really and oh, yeah. but this one correct me if I'm wrong awesome but does the hockey do the lottery for the entire thing or just the top six picks uh it it is it's lottery for the first round not the whole first round um I think it is the top five or top ten that's lottery. Um, oh no, I think everyone who doesn't make the playoffs is lottery. So, okay, uh, there'll be 14, 15, 16 teams now. Because with baseball, it's just going to be the uh, the league. Well, the union wants um, top six p- picks, um, and then the league. They're like, oh no, it can only be five. It's like really, guys, you're fighting over. Oh like one pick like this is the type of stuff that's holding baseball back right now i get it some of the other stuff they're talking about like millions upon millions of dollars and hundreds of thousands of dollars but like come on like there's some rule changes um see if i can find it here they wanted to put in a um basically a pitch time time count so which I would honestly be in favor for where they um, if there's no no one on the base then they're thinking of making it 15 seconds that the pitcher has to throw the ball which I totally get they have a shot clock and basketball and all that type of stuff. Baseball's a slow sport. It takes a while. Any way to speed it up a little bit, I'm okay with. And then oh, yeah, if, same. if there's people on the bases and they're going to say bump it up to 19 seconds, why the weird number? I don't know. It's baseball. They start their games at 307. It's a strange world. In baseball, I don't get it. Baseball's wild. Why not just make it 15 and 20 seconds? But nope, you can't do it. 
there's a few rules, but for some reason I, yeah, I can't stall good enough. I can't, uh, can't All find right. the rule changes, but I don't know. Time will tell. And <laughs> I don't watch very much baseball, to be completely honest. For one, normally there's 182 games, so that doesn't help at all. There's that. And secondly, I just, yeah, I don't have that much time or care in order to watch that much baseball. But I still want the seasons of however CFL, NFL, lacrosse, baseball, Badminton, however their schedules and seasons are supposed to work, I want it to work that way. Yeah. I just want more sports. I was all favor when NFL added a 17th game. It was great. More football. Yeah. I don't like lockouts. And the very lockouts. And how stubborn both sides seem to be Right now, this could be a long ride, folks. But doesn't sound like Austin has much more to say. Or no, you would have I'm said it in that little pause there. I don't have any more to say. This is a slightly longer episode, but that's okay. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I guess my donor statement. we talk about um hockey leave the russian players alone they just want to play sports football i can't wait till june and boy big men sometimes can move and baseball figure your shit out i'm tired of saying it week and week out everyone though stay stoned And stay safe. Bye.